Hello and welcome to Caught My Ear, where two music-obsessed mates grab a mic and have a chat about what music they've been listening to. My name is Maddie. My name is Vivian. And you are listening to episode 65. So we will firstly, as we always do, get straight into the news with our first story. Vivian, what have you got? So our first story today comes from NME, written by Josh Martin, and it says, Ballpark Music announced residency at the Triffid for Brisbane album launch. Ballpark Music have announced a residency at Brisbane venue The Triffid to launch their forthcoming self-titled album. The band will perform five shows over three consecutive days at the venue, kicking off with a special album release day performance on October 23rd. That show will also be live-streamed nationally. A press release promises a different set list each night, including, quote, hits and deep dives from the band's entire discography. Relics of previous tours and ballpark history will be scattered around the venue for each show, with specially branded drinks and food also sold, including a signature BPM cocktail made from bourbon, prosecco and mint. Tickets are available in blocks of four, six and nine people per table with a very limited amount of single tickets. They'll go on sale from 9am September 29th via Moshtix. The first show's livestream will go ahead from 9pm October 23rd. Ballpark Music have shared Cherub, Day and Age and Spark Up from the forthcoming self-titled album so far. Earlier this month, Enemy exclusively premiered Cherub's live debut. The band recorded the performance in the studio, making the first time they had it played live since the beginning of the coronavirus pandemic. Wow, that's so cool. <clears throat> yeah, this is I've actually haven't come across this in Australia. I mean, I'm sure it's happened like residencies, like yeah. it's definitely more of an American thing like you think of Vegas residencies and obviously they're a lot longer than (laughs) three days (laughs) but this is such a cool I feel like it's such a cool like collaboration because it benefits both like sort of um, stakeholders obviously ballpark music are doing it to promote their album and I think this is a really cool way of doing like an album release like to do it especially like right now during the covid and stuff like that like you live music desperately needs to come back and the fact that they found a way to do it i think is really cool i think it's cool too because it sort of like gets people like excited about live music again and like it sort of you know adds this whole another like aspect to like going to a concert where it's like you know everything sort of like themed around like ballpark music yeah and all that sort of stuff because they are like a brisbane institution exactly and they're so you know loved in the in the brisbane music community here and it's like really really cool to sort of like showcase all of their stuff while mm. they're you know like promoting the new album i think that's a really really cool idea for sure so that is our first story today. Maddie, what is our second news story? Alrighty, so second news story is also coming from NME, written by Andrew Trendle. And it says, Music industry hit back at government's new job support scheme. Quote, we're falling through the cracks. Figures from the music industry and the venue circuit have responded to the government's new six-month job support scheme that is set to replace furlough, claiming that it doesn't appear to meet the specific needs that have put many workers at risk. September 24, Chancellor Rishi Sunak announced details of the government's new winter economy plan for the next six months, including a top-up of the wages of workers for the next six months, covering up to two-thirds of their pay packet with workers having to work at least a third of their usual hours to qualify for the scheme. He also announced that the self-employment income support scheme will be extended, but covering only 20% of the average monthly income for the self-employed down from the current 70%. Quote, 
I acknowledge the steps announced today by the Chancellor and recognise the difficult circumstances. However, there is nothing sector-specific in his statement to alleviate concern, featured Artist Coalition General Manager David Martin told NME. Quote, there have been significant gaps in employment support, which mean that many artists have received nothing under the furlough or the self-employed schemes. This announcement does nothing to plug these gaps or support those that have this, this far been shut out. Furthermore, for those that rely on live activity, there is still no return in sight as live music remains unable to resume at full capacity. Our music industry remains in a critical condition. Music Venue Trust CEO Mark David has since told NME that the new measures do not address the specific challenge to the live music industry, which is, quote, not permitted to trade by government restrictions, but has not seen any sector support directly offered in this financial intervention. The new job support program is built around the premise of returning to work and employers returning to some level of income arising from that work to support those workers, David told Enemy. The government has made it clear that it does not believe the time is right for the live music industry to return to work and where limited events under substantial restrictions are permitted, the income generated is insufficient to meet any of the government targets for employer contributions. The article goes on to explain more about it, but that's the gist which yeah. is disappointing it definitely is and you know we've said it time and time again the music industry worldwide is struggling but especially in australia where it already was a i wouldn't say struggling industry but it's not the most lucrative industry for those people who work in it you know? yeah it's definitely i think it's not appreciated enough exactly and we've said that a million times like mm. we're definitely not like, the music industry is not seen as something that is big business and, like, makes money, mm-hmm. like, obviously. But it's because people don't put the funding into it to exactly. be able to, like, you know, have our, you know, artists paid what they should be paid. Mm-hmm. So. so let alone, like, with with COVID and everything happening, you know, it's really, really sad to see so many beloved Australian artists, local artists who... So many people love and adore their music, but they just can't, they can't get back on their feet financially and they're not getting any support. And it's just, it's really sad to see. And I I hope things change, but it's, it's not looking, it's not looking great. Yeah. And that's also like including all of the people that actually like, that it takes to put a show on. Like yes. all of the behind the scenes people, all of the, you know, like AV sound, crew, crew. Yeah all of it like it there is so much that goes into putting on a show and you don't realize that until you aren't able to do it Mm -hmm. and like I think the fact that we're missing live music so much should you know it should put out the fact that you know we need to like appreciate it more and we need to actually do something about it it's such yeah it's such an integral part of our culture and yeah yeah it definitely needs to be appreciated more both like financially but, um, but yes, yeah, so we'll head into our third news story now, um, and it's coming from NME, and it says, St. Vincent, Free Nationals, and Holly Humberstone to star at Guitar.com Live. St. Vincent, Free Nationals, Holly Humberstone, and more acts have been announced as part of the lineup for Guitar.com's upcoming free virtual event, Guitar.com Live. The Guitar Media Brand's three-day digital showcase held next week from October 2nd to 4th will take place entirely in an interactive 3D virtual space. Artists and speakers from around the world will lead more than 50 events from performances and panels to masterclasses and workshops, while brands such as Taylor Guitars, 
PRS Guitars and Ernie Ball Music Man will exclusively launch new products at the Virtual Guitar Show. On Friday, October 2nd, join Anderson Pack's backing band, the Free Nationals, guitarist Jose Rios and keyboardist Ron Avant and Holly Humberstone as they take the stage for a series of special performances. Humberstone is expected to play cuts of her freshly released debut EP, Falling Asleep at the Wheel. Other artists set to perform over the weekend include Australian sister duo Clues and Grammy-nominated guitarist Zane Carney. So this is really cool because as someone who... Obviously, I'm a guitarist. I love guitars. I love the fact that this is an event that isn't just exclusively about guitars, but the fact that they're doing panels, masterclasses, sort of everything to, I guess, sort of engage with people from that world, I think is really, really cool. And the fact that it's free, like, that's awesome. Insane. That's so cool to hear that they're sort of, like, putting this focus on, like, such a you know, integral instrument to Mm. everything. So it's really awesome. Especially having, like bigger names performing as well like I just think it's such a cool event so yeah hopefully I might see if I can check it out but um but yeah so that brings us to the end of our news segment for this week's episode now before we go into the song section we encourage you guys to pause the podcast go down to the description and click either the Spotify or YouTube playlist to listen to the songs that we're about to talk about because as you know it gets weird sometimes it does and if you don't listen to the songs and we explain something, you'll be like, what on earth are they talking about? And you know what? You just have to blame yourself for that. Yeah. So. You bought it on yourself. In saying that, we will start with our first segment, Song of the Week. Maddie, over to you. Okay. So I'm kicking off my Song of the Week with a bit of an introspective one. Yes. That's kind of like my theme for this week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the song that I want to talk about is called People I Don't Know by Sam Fisher. And this song is really, really cool. I love it. It's very, very simple. Mm -hmm. Um, Mainly, the thing that I love about it is sort of like the message and the lyrics that it's all about. Because basically, there's really no other instrumentation other than this acoustic guitar that follows through the whole thing. Um, It's really beautiful. And Sam Fisher's voice is amazing. I don't think I've ever talked about him on the podcast before, but I do listen to his music quite a lot. And I'm obsessed with his voice because he's gorgeous um but basically this song it's framed in a really really interesting way it's basically you're talking it's it's about like talking about people behind their backs essentially and it's like you know oh I don't really don't really do it like on purpose but like you know I happen to you know talk about other people and there's like people that I know and I talk about them behind their back but maybe I'm getting talked about as well. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of this like role reversal and you're like, well, you know, like I do like, but at the same time, you're sort of trying not to justify it. You're sort of, you know, like saying that it's a bad, a bad thing, which it obviously is Mm. because you're like, these people are exactly like me. Like, you know, like they bleed like me, they cry like me, we're the same. And yet I still go away and like, you know, say all these things behind their back and like, you know, but at, at the end of the day, like, they're probably doing the exact same thing about me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's sort of this, it's a really, really interesting, I just love the way that it's framed and the lyrics are really, really awesome. It's such an interesting concept because, yeah, I think that's never really, I mean, it's not a typical sort of subject matter in music yeah. these days. And I think in general, sort of talking about gossiping about people in like in general people don't really talk about it even though it happens all the time yeah everyone does it 
and it's not it's not a good thing like it's especially you know when you it's like you know when you're judging someone and you don't even know them you don't even know Mm. their story you you don't even know what they've been through and i think this is such a cool way to sort of just like get a little you know open our eyes a little bit to what we're really doing yeah because it's sort of like the message is you know it's mainly about like these people are exactly like you like there's no point you know judging them we've all got our little like quirks Mm -hmm. and you know things that people other people might not agree with but at the end of the day like we're all the same like there's no point yeah judging people for no reason and one thing i really really like is um talking about the music now like the way that the ending oh yeah sort of just like cuts off yeah because this song doesn't really build a lot it's sort of very static and it's very um very much the same throughout um because there's only really like the vocals and acoustic guitar and then, like, the last two lines, um, you know, he sort of, like, opts up into this sort of, like, belty vocal range um, and, like, changes the melody around for the last two lines. And it's sort of, like, this really belty last line and then it just, like, stops. It just drops off. It just drops off. And yeah. you're kind of just, like, sitting there, like... Just sitting with your Thinking to thoughts. yourself of, like, <laughs> what you've just listened to and you're, like, you've got to think about all of the, all of the things you've done in your life. Yeah, like, you're just, like, forced to think about your actions and your thoughts and just like okay cool we're doing that lovely yeah it's, it's <laughs> Love really that. interesting i like i like the way that it sort of just hangs and you're kind of just like left there yeah it's very sit, cool which is really nice but yeah all all in all like i think it's a really really nice song really mm. really beautiful listen to the lyrics um but yeah it's called people i don't know by sam fisher vivian what is your song of the week so my song of the week this week is overkill by holly humberstone i know i literally just talked about her her. in her in my new story um and of course if you guys have listened to previous episodes of the podcast you would have heard about her from maddie yeah when i talked about falling asleep at the wheel yes which this is this song overkill is coming from that ep falling asleep at the wheel and it's interesting because this song is fairly different to that yeah. one it's definitely a more i i call it like a driving song if you get what i mean <laughs> if you listen to the song you'll sort of understand what i'm talking about it's constantly moving forward it's constantly driving towards something and um with this particular track what i really like about it is her voice is incredible i really really love how she can manipulate it in different sections but what I love most about this track is the instrumentation. Like, it's definitely got a bit of, like, a indie rock kind of feel yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Which yeah. is very cool. And especially because um, in the... So, as the song starts, it's sort of just, like, her and this, like, um, delayed effect. And then there's this guitar. And obviously, the song starts to build as it goes on. And then there's these little sort of sprinkles of production thrown in, which are really, really cool. And... Of course, like the chorus is, you know, she sings, I don't want to, I don't want to just be overkill. And she's sort of talking about all these different things in her life and how she can, you know, look at things differently and maybe go things, try to go a different way with certain things. And I think, yeah, I just think this is such a cool track from her and I'm interested. I definitely want to check out the rest of the EP because it's so, like, I feel like this is so different from Falling Asleep at the Wheel that... I'm just like, oh, I feel like she's definitely one to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I definitely, like, I had no idea who she was. Yeah. Like, before this, obviously. Um, And it was so interesting to see how, like, 
the tone of the songs mm. differ mm. and like how she's still able to like you know put together a really really beautiful song and her voice is just beautiful it's so like, beautiful yeah just gorgeous like just melts over you and i love it and yeah it's so interesting to see her in this light with like a little bit more like you know instrumentation a lot more sort of like going on yeah. in the song yeah um, it's really really cool i like it for sure yeah so um check it out please i definitely want to check out the rest of her ep but that is my song of the week this week overkill by holly humberstone now we will go into under a rock and i'll kick us off so my song for this week is sedona by junk bunny um granted full disclosure i didn't know how to pronounce sedona so (laughs) i had to ask maddie and she was straight away on it Gave me good. gave me the rundown. Um, <laughs> didn't know that this was a city, so I mean it doesn't help that they don't say it properly. Yeah, in the they song. they say say donor say donor. So this is all Junk Bunny's fault, really. Yeah, it's all your fault, Junk Bunny. <laughs> We're blaming you. Coming from an Australian, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the song. Um, it's actually what I really like about this track is it's such a fun track. Um, and I I've always loved songs that talk about different like. Um, cause it's funny. I didn't know it was a city, but in the song he talks about California. He talks about like different c- cities, different states. And I should have put the two and two together, but I didn't. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. We're not expected to know American geography. It's exactly. Fine. But I've always loved songs that do that, that sort of compare like, you know, going to different places with someone. And I, I just always love that sort of like destination sort of theme with <laughs> songs. Um, but this track is so fun and I love how it kind of has like a punk rock vibe to it a little yeah. bit um especially especially in the in the verses um but the the chorus if you can really call it that it's just them singing say donor sedona sorry but they're saying say donor <laughs> over and <laughs> over again i'm sorry <laughs> it's fine it's all good but um, but yeah, it's a really cool track. I really, really, I really love how fun it is. And I didn't realize how young they were because they definitely don't sound. No, they not sound at all. Like their voices are, are very rich, which is really, really cool to hear. But yeah, um, it's definitely a cool track. Yeah. When I saw that photo of them, I was like, <laughs> are they 12? Yeah. Like what's going on? Well, no, happening? this song is definitely, like, it's definitely very mature and very, like, well put together. And, like, although it's, like, not something that I would listen to, mm. like, I can definitely um, sort of see why Vivian likes it. It's very, like, yeah. very her style, very upbeat, very sort of driving and um, a lot going on. And it's, like, a little bit heavy, but it's not too... Nah, it's... it's not too bad. It's it, pretty good. It's nothing sort of compared middle. to what I've brought yeah, on No, the nothing... Yeah. <laughs> On the, on the podcast. Oh, God. But um, no, it's pretty good. But anyway, yeah, so that is my Under a Rock for this week, Sedona by Junk Bunny. Over to you, Maddie. Alrighty. My Under a Rock is a little bit different. Um, yeah. It's called Bad Dream by Palmas. Um, I believe they are an American band. There's three of them. Um, and it's really, really, really cool vibe, this song. It's sort of, it's very hard to, like, put my finger on who they kind of sound like. And it, we, we've both been sort of, like, tossing up between who they kind of, yeah. like, remind us of. But, like, I've sort of pinned it down to they kind of give me, like, Harry Styles vibes. Like, yeah. Like, sort of, like, psychedelic but not too out there and mm. still sort of, like, very soulful and, like, it's, it's a really cool vibe. It's very, very good. But this song, um, I really, really like. There's these, like, sort of, um, 
bell tony type things yeah that, like, come in cool. and out yeah. and it's this really like groovy like um backbeat sort of heavy track and they've got like their vocal tones very sort of like falsetto mm. bass especially in the chorus so cool and there's like a lot of reverb and it's just really really funky and yeah really cool i really like it i definitely love the mix of like psychedelic psychedelic and soul like it's such a good it works so well together because as you said like a lot of psychedelic music it can be really out there for people and you know it's not it like some people don't necessarily find it enjoyable whereas I feel like this is a very good way of you know sort of making it I guess accessible for more people it's a very it's a very tasteful mix yes I would say exactly yeah especially because I think with a lot of psychedelic music, um, vocals aren't really emphasized. Like it's not no. really the focus of of any sort of the track or whatever. But in this sort of mix, it their vocals sound so good. Yeah, like incredible. And it's such a it's a, it, in a way it's such a good song to just chill out to because. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so groovy, but at the same time, you can just sort of put it on and just chill out and listen to it. Which yeah, is you cool. just want to like lie back on your yeah. like, veranda and just like you know with a drink, just yes. chilling. It's really really cool, and I think something that I really like is like the way that he sings the first line of the chorus. Like mm. I've been living in a bad dream. It's very sort of like percussive in the way that he yes. sings, um, and I think that's a really really cool um, little tidbit there. But yes. yeah, overall, it's a really really good song. I really want to um, check out the rest of their music because. For sure. I really like the vibe. Um, but yeah, it's called Bad Dream by Palmas. Um, so that's my under a rock. We'll go into Caught My Ear now. And um, I just want to like emotionally prepare everyone. Yes. Because we're about to enter Sad Girl Hour. <laughs> um, yeah. With this song. And like, I don't mean to like bring the mood down, but it's needed. Like, it is needed. And yeah. this song is like. So sad, but so beautiful. And so so beautiful. Okay. Yeah. So, the song is called "House with No Mirrors" by Sasha Sloan, and basically the gist of this song is she's talking about all of these things that, like, she would be or she'd be able to do if she lived with a house in a house with no mirrors. Yeah. And so it's basically it's talking about you know the subject of you know like self confidence and like body positivity and being able to like look at yourself and not hate what you see in the mirror and it's like really it's done in a really really beautiful way and like the thing that caught my ear like because it's not like a you know like instrumentally sort of interesting song it's very it's very like nice and there's like acoustics Mm. and it like it's really really beautiful beautifully put together but it's not like a lot of the other caught my ears that we've sort of featured on the podcast before. It's sort of, it's, it's mainly about the lyrics and because the thing was, is like, I was listening to it when it first came on and I sort of like, I was like listening to the lyrics and they sort of like caught me off guard and I was like, ah, this is a little bit interesting. And then once you like hit the chorus, it sort of like all comes together Mm. and it sort of like all hits you at once. And then you're like, oh, oh God. This is what it's going to be. It's very, like very heavy. And, like, I de- I'm i not going to lie, I cried a lot <laughs> when I listened to this song for the first time. Yeah. And, I mean, it's completely warranted. Yes. I think. Especially, yeah, especially because, as I was saying to Maddie when I was listening to, when I was listening to the song, it's done so well and so different from what you 
expect from these sort of songs. You know, in the past, you there's been many songs that talk that tackle this subject matter, and some are good, some are you know not so great. But what I love about this track is she doesn't just talk about being positive with how she feels in her own skin. She's relating it to everything else in her life and how that sort of self-perception affects everything else, which I think is so relatable. Mm -hmm. Like, that's exactly what it's like. And it's almost as if she was taking the words out of my mind. Like, Yeah. Like, I'll read you some of the lyrics. Yeah. Because, like, it is very important that you hear some of these. Yes. Like, so in the first verse, there's bits like, you know, I jump in a pool without thinking twice or... This one hit me. I was like, I would say when I was hungry. Yeah. Like, and then it's sort of, I'd throw on some jeans, not know the size, walk out the door and not want to cry. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. No thanks. And I I did not sign up to be hit in the feels this hard. I know. I know. I love, I love the line where she says, maybe my skin would be thicker. Like that, and that, uh, I feel like that line just really embodies how I feel about this song. Like, especially because, you know you get so caught up in it you if anything you're your own worst enemy really like and i think that's what this song is trying to say like you know and what a concept like house with no mirrors like that's so simple but so effective like Like, it's just all these things that you do if you weren't looking at yourself constantly and especially in sort of the site the society that we're in now with like all of you know it's like selfies and like yeah. Instagram and yeah. you know influences fad and pictures diets. of these fa- fad diets and yeah. all of this stuff and it's just like an onslaught constantly and you're just sort of like overwhelmed and like mm-hmm. the line that like hit me the most was like hold on I'll find it it was I wouldn't pull away from his touch if he said I was pretty I'd think that I was yeah I was like oh oh no it's and yeah, like it's just it's written so well and it's it's so relatable and I just I really I really think this is such an important song that everyone needs to listen to yeah. because you know, like if anything, we're always going to be stuck with ourselves, you know, so we cannot let ourselves be our worst enemy. Mm-hmm. You're your own yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. You've put hit the nail on the head there, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my caught my ear this week, guys. It is House with No Mirrors by Sasha Sloan. Vivian, let's get a little bit. Yeah, like, let's, let's get out of Sad Girl Hour. Um, let's what? exit. Let's, let's take the route onto Weird Girl Hour. <laughs> Weird Girl um, We have, so with my caught my ear, we are having Test Me by Melanie Martinez. So... Um, if you guys know me pretty well, I'm actually a really big fan of her. Um, I really, really like her whole aesthetic, but a lot of people don't, which is fair. I completely understand why. Um, especially, you know, this, a lot of, pretty much all of her music has sort of followed the same theme, this very sort of childlike, on the surface, very childlike theme. But when you listen to the lyrics and you dive a little deeper, it's actually really dark and it's tackling some really serious stuff. And I've always thought that's such a interesting way of doing that, um, but a lot of other people don't, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, but with this song in particular, "Test Me," it's actually coming from her recent EP that she released um, the Friday that just passed, and it's pretty cool because um, it's still it definitely still follows that theme. Um, yep. <laughs> and the reason why I chose this song as my caught my ear is because it's just. The instrumentation always gets me with her yeah. music. Like, 
it starts off with this. I don't even know what it is. I was so taken aback. It sounds when like I heard it. like almost like a like when you drop like a not like a coin but like something of that same sort of nature. Yeah. And then like it's the sound of that dropping, and then it's just repeated. Like I'd love to know what she actually recorded. Yeah. To get that sound, it's such a cool sound, and so it's cool. such a cool way to open the song because like. Again, a lot with her music, like, you just don't know where it's going to go yeah. when it starts off like that. Um, and then sort of going on, like, the first time I listened to this song, I did not pick up on what the time signature was. I did not pick up. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> there is no structure here. It feels like this is just random, like, child noises thrown in here. Like, I was completely taken aback. But then once you listen to it a few times, it sort of, you it sort of head sinks in it. a bit. Yeah, yeah. After you hear it. Yeah. Um. But, again, a lot with her music, I think her voice is very unique and it definitely fits within this style because it's almost like she purposely tries to sound whiny, if that makes sense. Like, she kind of gives off that vibe with her voice and I think it is on purpose because it sort of fits within that theme that we are talking about earlier. But yeah, it's really cool. Um, If if you definitely want to go into Weird Girl, (laughs) yeah. Look, check out the rest of the EP. If you're a fan of her stuff before, I would say that you would like this song. But yeah, yeah, it's definitely interesting. I think, I think Melanie Martinez really has mastered the art of like championing an aesthetic. Yes, and sticking with it. Oh and yes, just going for gold. Like it really is. You know, she's just done it with everything that I've seen of mm-hmm. hers and. Like, I think she, like, despite what you think about it, mm-hmm. I think she's definitely done it in, like, a very interesting way. Yeah. And she's, like, brought it into her music, which is, you know, like, can be a hard thing to do. Mm. But, yeah, she's definitely got a very unique voice. Yeah. It's very cool. Um, But, yeah, this is a very weird song. It is. And, but the thing is, she's very, like you say, like, she's so committed to it. When you think about yeah. it, like... Even if you go across, like, her, like, her socials and, like, every, like, the cover art, like... Every little detail that you could possibly think and go into an artist's, like, aesthetic. Like, it yep. all goes back to that theme, which you don't really come across these days. No. So, hands, ha- like, the hats off to her. I, I love her. But um, that is my Caught My Ear this week, Test Me by Melanie Martinez. Now, normally we would end the podcast here, but as you guys know, we've had a few recommendations sitting uh, for us to, to talk about, and this week is no different. So this week we are talking about Breaking Point by Jake Bristow. So this is coming from his album perspective. Again, you know, we decided to take a song from the album just because it's easier to talk about one song rather than yeah. the entire album, but definitely please check out the full album. We'll be doing the same. Yeah. Um, but for this just this section we're going to be talking about breaking point and honestly just what what a journey yeah (laughs) it was it's a lot (laughs) but not in a bad way no like first off what what i should say is that jake's voice he's got such an incredible voice it is so unique it's so different you can 100 percent tell he's jazz trained like 100 oh my god 100% and in this track it's just him in a a piano Um, and what I really praise him for in this track is a lot of the time when you know we were sort of talking about this earlier with Maddie's um, song of the week a lot of the time when it's just vocals and one instrument it can sort of fall into the trap of just not 
you know, sort of not not being interesting because yeah. it, it can be perceived as not going anywhere or, you know, anything It's hard like to that. find range with exactly. one instrument. Yeah. Yeah. So, but with this track, like, the way that he manages to create a cinematic feeling with just a piano, like... Yeah. Both of us, immediately, as soon as we sort of started listening to it, we were like, all right, Bond, strings, 100%. cinematic, like, this is the vibe. It's very, very, like, ominous Yes, sounding. It's very cool. Very cool. And I love, like, as soon as Maddie said, oh, I feel like this is out of Bond, like, that sits with you. Once, she, yeah. like, she said that at the beginning of the track, and the entire song, you're just like, yes, like... You could just picture it being like the opening to like yeah. to like a Bond movie. Hundred like, percent. How cool would that be? Um, but yeah, so I really do praise him for creating that sort of because it does build as well. Like, yeah, and that's incredibly hard to do with just one instrument, but he does it so well, especially with his voice. Yeah, it's amazing. I really, really like the because um, the one thing that sort of like stuck out to me is there's this like one sort of like um, tone tone note that yeah. sort of just like. Um, it's sort of like a bell sound yes. like on every beat throughout it and that's sort of like that's one of the reasons why it sort of like reminds me of like a Bond a yes. Bond movie we were just like picturing all of like the swelling strings that would go under it and like all of this ama- but yeah it's, yeah it's gorgeous and Jake's voice is incredible and like there's this one section sort of towards the end um, oh so good where it, like it's sort of you know you've got your verse chorus verse chorus and then it comes down a lot and it's a lot um you know, it's a lot softer and a lot um, more gentle and it's sort of like, mm-hmm. it's this repeated line over and over again and then it slowly, slowly builds and there's like even more added sort of um, interesting melody like runs and things mm-hmm. to the, um, to what he's singing and like the last one just like absolutely goes off. There's like oh. slides and it's like insane. The I notes, love it. Amazing. The notes that he's hitting is just... We got chills. We were both like, oh, like right after we heard it. Yeah. It was amazing. Exactly. Amazing, amazing. And it just goes back to what I was saying, like the way that that just felt. And I said as well, I was like, can you imagine if there was just like an, an orchestra underneath this? Yeah. Like it would just lift the song like to a, another level that I just didn't even know existed. Even though the song's amazing in its own Exactly. Right. And we love it. Exactly. And we love you, Jake. We do. <laughs> we really do. <laughs> But yeah, that's it. But yeah, so please check out Breaking Point by Jake Bristow. Again, this is from his album Perspective. Definitely, we're going to check out the rest of the album. But yeah, I'm a big fan of this one. 100%. So that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you got this far, you can check us out on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, CastBox, wherever you get your podcast fix. And you can follow us on all of our social media at Caught My Earpod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and that is where you can send us your recommendations yes. because we would love to hear more as as we say every week we love hearing what you guys are recommending and we love even if you've got your own music yes send it through we would love to listen we'd love to you know talk about it because we love hearing all the different types of genres and we sort of you know we'll just we'll listen to anything anything Honestly, we're super super open that's why we started this podcast we want to you know, open, broaden our horizons to exactly. everything that we can. So please send us your recommendations. And if you have any thoughts on our songs this week, please let us know. Let us know what you think about any of the songs. Let us know how hard you cried after <laughs> listening to House With No Mirrors. Yes. Because I want to know that I'm not alone in um, being like a sad baby after yes. listening to that. So yeah, would love to know your thoughts. Um, but until then, you can join us on Monday for a brand new episode. See you guys. Bye.